G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag powered by puntingform.com.au. Pistol Pete's in Perth, I'm in Melbourne, and we're going to look at the Mooney Valley meeting, which is still rail true on Saturday, Pete. There's a there's a group race, I think, race seven. We're going to leave that alone at this point in time. There's a lot of horses first up, and we want to get eyes on ponies, which Jackson will be doing uh, from the races. Uh, we're going to look at two races that I've bet, bet into personally myself. That's race four and race eight. Race four, Peter, is over 2,040 metres. Did I mention that this is powered by ponyform.com.au, Australia's number one racehorse database? I, I thought did. you were going to say, did I mention that's a Cox Plate distance? It is the Cox Plate distance, Peter, spot on. <laughs> and uh, we might have bought the Cox Plate winner at the Magic Million. So if you want to get involved, email bloodstock at themailbag.com.au. Probably more likely, you know, a dynamic little sprinter, the Vancouver Philly. But the Schnitzel Philly, uh, you know, a little bit more expensive, but is a half to uh, Sophia Rose. Sophia Rosa? <laughs> One and Oaks by McPhee. This horse is by Schnitzel. Yes, indeed. Probably a bit faster. That's what Get it's in touch about. if you want to race horses. Anyway, Peter, let's just talk about let's talk about betting. Let's talk about betting. Race four, Cox well, Plate Troop. Yeah, done dirt cheap favourite three twenty. You've got uh, Pitcheron. Is that no? Pitcheron. Um, Pitcheron. Well, how you do you want to pronounce it? Oh, four forty. Pistols up and about. Reliable dude, five dollars. These are horse names, by the way. Mm. A, yeah. Okay. Anyway, go for it. Rosal number six, Waller horse barrier eight. There's not a lot of speed. Might roll forward. The market will tell you what they're going to do because this horse is a big steamer, one of the biggest steamers there is, and we know that the Waller's Uncle Chris can steam one if he wants to steam one. So, uh, if it steams, Rosal rolls forward and can win. I think pitching on from Barrier 9, Jade Card, Danny O, I think it has to roll forward. I think it will. I think that would be a good thing. I think it suits it. Uh, Dunder, cheap, the favourite from four. Um, the horse on the up, the horse in the Stayers camp, um, the Mark Oosters camp, John Allen, Barrier 4, I think it's okay. Barrier 3, I'd be nervous. Barrier 2 or 1, I wouldn't want to be with it, with um, John Ryden. I think he'd get buried there. Um, I, I'm going to give... And I've given an advantage to number 11, uh, pitching on. Is that how we're saying it? Like, I've got no idea. If you've got no idea, what hope am I? Um, so, <laughs> Dunder Cheap SP'd $6, was soft in betting, and was okay behind Savannah Cloud uh, 16 days ago. So, that race has since thrown up Peter. One horse, which yep. was, uh, this is this is really bad for pronunciations and names. Niari, uh, Christ, <laughs> it went shit out. So the form out of that race isn't great. You can go onto your bunning form and look at it yourself. Let me know how you pronounce it. I, I apologise. Um, Rusia's like exposed. I'd rather while the horse sort of fresh. It's going to be a bit of a turn taker. You'd think at this point of its career, at this point of its prep, pitching on loses a Kelly, gets J Carr, comes from the Flemington race, which stay gold one 13 days ago. Out of that race, there's no form, so we can trust it. If you want to, there's nothing to say. Do trust it. There's nothing to say. Don't trust it. But I love what it did. I love that um, 
Jay Carr jumps on. I love the wide draw valley. I think they'll be intent from that shoot. So they jump in front of the Legends Bar. We've talked about this a lot. <laughs> You've got two or 300 metres to make a decision. I think she rolls forward. Um, first up, this prep went back to last just about the next three three starts it rolled forward. Um, midfield, previous start, went at one at the valley and then um, went back a little bit last start. So I, I think J Carr jumps on. I think we roll forward. I think we have a tactical advantage. I think the performance over 600 metres said that I want to go 2,000. Its previous attempt at 2,000 metres was a big SP and it was poor behind Rousseau. Yep. But that was fourth preparation of fourth start of its life um, you'd hope second prep deep into the prep this is the time to go to 2000 metres it was really good through the line last start so anyway I'm dribbling and I'm yarning but basically we're back in race 4 number 11 pitching on and surely it just follows Aurora Symphony across from 7 I think so like I'll oh, be surely I'll be disappointed and stressed in run if we roll back from that draw yep alright uh, we're also looking at not race seven, but race eight for benchmark 70 over to 1,000. These are my favourite races at the Valley. 1,000-metre horses win 1,000-metre races. Uh, I, I really like Midwest here, number 12, so it's race eight, number 12. It's won its last three on the trot, top of my head, Peter. Yeah, it has, all through this prep. Just been worked through its gears beautifully by the Freeman camp. So Yarra Valley win, Mornington win, then Caulfield. Um, led at all its last five starts it's had seven starts of its career I'd say this is the last run for this preparation I love that it stays at a thousand metres I think Logan McNeil suits provided he rolls forward if he tries to get tricky and sit three wide with cover or something then a little bit like pitching on going back from that draw I'll be stressed and angry during the race uh, I think he rolls forward I think he sits outside the lead and I think he'd be very very hard to catch um, he was he was good at Caulfield off a big SP. We've seen two horses come out of it only. Both right? won. Big day out, improved its figure and won. Ocean Reward, improved its figure and won. So two from two. Uh, the format of this Caulfield race looks really good. Uh, it's a little bit exposed, this prep, you could say, Peter, but it's in the Friedman camp, so I'm not worried about that at, at all. Uh, well, I think it's a really nice bet on it. On what looks to be a pretty tricky card. So last week, very confident to steam into some short-priced horses, and we've got a result, but I, I, I don't like tipping those sort of horses, on, particularly on a Friday or a Thursday, man. But um, I think Midwest is the most bomb-proof bet for you to have on Saturday at Moody Valley. Very good. Anything for Donald or Sale on Sunday? Or Stand by. Stony Creek on Tuesday? Well, they'll definitely, we'll definitely be betting Sale on Sunday. Okay. But as... As you should do, head to themailbag.com.au and uh, download the app and purchase whatever betting advice you want. You can bet in Perth with Pistol, who's two from two on a hat-trick of last race. Uh, oh, big triple presses. It was also it was, race, was it race 11 and 12? Yeah, it was, it was Yeah, race 11 and 12. I believe, I just heard, it just was on uh, RSN with Gareth and apparently that 12-race card at Belmont was the longest race meeting in Australia's history. And it felt like it. Well, it was, I, was, I was literally about to go to bed. Anyway, God bless you, God bless Perth, and God bless fucking the Mounting Out Mail from you. Because you're on a hat-trick of, of triple pressing in the last. It's glorious. You should see the crunch on the thing. Make sure if you do purchase Pete stuff and you're new to it, be aware of when the races might start and have a good eye on your app. 
from say five minutes out and have your betting apps open and ready to bet because the price completely collapses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got Shane betting in Queensland. Um, he's in a dirty mood, Shane, which is, normally means he's about to win. He's focused. He's really like he's in there. He's ready. He said, "I just want to back winners. Can you fucking leave me alone?" That's what he said to me last time I spoke to him. So it's good. His stuff's on sale. Rob's dominating. Roden's dominating. Whatever else, we're going great. Get to the mailbag.com.au. Come and bet with us this weekend, Peter. Anything else? Yeah. Are you going to watch? Like this is the the hard part. Being on course is I'm just going to be really upset if I don't get a chance to see the two cocks in action, Kokonakis and Kyrgios. Like, I just want to see the tennis and just the complete schmozzle that will be them up against two other Australians. Who are we going to boo? Because we love booing someone in this country. Uh, they'll, they'll be booing the other Australians until Kyrgios tells someone to fuck off and snaps a racket. Then they'll get a bit unsure about what to do. Um, full credit to Kokonakis for uh, just somehow levelling out that melon of Kyrgios because yeah. he went to have a big adult tanny, curly soul. Um <laughs> Midway through the second set he there did. yesterday when he got broken, just basically yeah. had to serve it out. You got one of the biggest serves in world tennis and he got broken in doubles. And he went to have that big adult tanny and Kokonakis just kept his fucking cool and it was a glorious thing to watch. It was a glorious day for Australia yesterday, I thought. Oh, isn't it great fun watching like doubles tennis when there's two people who actually want to be out there winning? Yeah, I just hope that... Um, it's, it's also... It's just like... When Leighton used to play when he was real good, you just kind of you didn't enjoy the matches. You just hoped he won. Yeah, it was like this anxiety until he won. And you're like, ah, oh, good, okay, I can go to sleep now. It's the same with Ash. You can't really enjoy it like a, a raw. You're just trying to hope that she wins. No, no, but also with Ash, if you go and like make dinner or something, you turn back, you walk back into the lounge and it's already over. You're like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. just yeah, machine. She wiped, she wiped that um, Madison Keys like a dirty ass last night, and yeah. she did the same thing two nights ago. And she played uh, the big bash. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Does she pay tax in Australia, Ash? Oh, she would have to. Leighton didn't. Oh. Res- resides in Barbados. I think Nick does too. Interesting. Anyway, That's... great Australians. I love Leighton. <laughs> That's been another preview powered by Head to their website. If you want to take yourself a little bit more seriously, give it a go. It's the um, easily the most important factor that made me um, a sustainable gambler on horses. Have a great weekend and bye for now.